0: Welcome everyone to the Notorious G Money and Hoops report and podcast. The Notorious
1: G-Money! Let's crack slack and cool cast. I hope you're enjoying your weekend. I hope you're enjoying your Saturday afternoon. Hope everyone's doing safe and soundly, surviving through the pandemic. To start off the show, we're going to talk about the all-star res- results that happened this la- on Sunday. And then we're going to talk about what happened Thursday, Friday, and talk about the future games coming up. So with that, let's kick it off. Team Barry knocked off team, Isaiah, in the last in the Rising Stars Challenge. Cade Cunningham was balling. He was the MVP of the Rising Stars. Congratulations <laughs> to Team Barry. They win 25-20, to 20, the final score. Big Cat was howling his way to winning the three-point contest. Congrats to Carl Anthony Towns. He's the first big man since Dirk Nowitzki to win a Three point contest. Congratulations to Carl Anthony Towns. then after that you got the Cavs literally winning the skills challenge. Congrats to Darius Garland. Baby K. Some people call people call him Baby KG Evan Mobley and uh Jared Allen. Congratulations to the Cavs. The slam dunk contest, congrats to Obi Topping for throwing down some nice jams, but the contest kind of stunk. And then congrats to Chef Curry, who was dynamite. Chef Curry with the scat, Doug. A 50-piece with 16 three-pointers and was two points away from tying the all-star game record. Team LeBron knocked off Team KD 163-160. And King James hit the juicy fadeaway game winner in his hometown to win it. So that was the all-star results. Kate Cunningham wins the Rising Stars MVP. Um, The Cavs win the skills challenge. Carlton Towns wins the three point contest. Obi-Taba wins the dunk contest. Team LeBron wins and Curry is the MVP. And also, and that's what happened. So congrats to everyone. So let's start with Thursday's results this coming week. On Thursday night, the Pistons shot the Cavs, 106-103. to 103. The Celtics walloped the Nets, 129-106. to 106. The Bulls stampeded past the Hawks, 112-108. By the way, DeMar DeRozan has 8 straight 35-piece on 50% shooting. He has been dynamite. The T-Wolves oh, beat the Grizzlies, 119-114. Um, D'Lo had ice water in his veins. A Michael Jordan-esque 23 big-time fourth quarter points for him. The the Suns shine bright against the Thunder 124-104. The Warriors clobber the Blazers 132-95. And the Nuggets beat the Kings 128-110 on Thursday. Yesterday, the Hornets sting the Raptors 125-93. The Thunder win a thriller in Indy 129 and 125. The Magic make the Rockies disappear 119 111. The Spurs win a juicy thriller in DC 157 and 153. The Heat slam bait the Bing Bong Bums in New York. The Knicks 115 to 100, despite RJ dropping a 46 piece. But the Heat beat the Knicks for the fifth straight time. The Sixers and James Harden's debut. Destroy the T-Wolves, 133-102. The Beard had 27 points, 12 dishes, and B gave you 34 points. So, big win for the Sixers. The Pelicans eclipsed the Suns, 117-102. C.G. had 32 points. The Jazz beat the Mavs for the second time this season, 114-109. And the Clippers win their sixth straight game against the Lakers, 105 to one or two last night. The Clippers going a 10 2 run to win that game, being down by five late. And then today, you have the Pistons being up by 163 62 over the Celtics. Then you have the Raptors and the Hawks at seven thirty. 30. Wiz and Cass, 8 o'clock. Spurs and Heat, 8 o'clock. Grizz and um, Bulls, 8 o'clock. You have the juicy match of the Nets and the Bucks, 8 3 on A, B, C tonight. And you got the Kings. <laughs> And the Nugs at nine o'clock. So that's the news when it comes to scores and stuff.
0: So the, let me ask yeah. you something. Let's dissect a little bit that Laker Clippers game. What can you tell us about that? Um, you you mentioned a, a closeout on a on a run there. Give us a little Tentrum.
1: detail. To, there's plenty of details what happened in that game. Um, the Lakers when they were up by five late, they started to miss shots at the rim, layups missed at the rim. LeBron had a poor performance with 6 of 18, just was headed nine in the game, took too many threes. What killed me with the Lakers was this, right? They're down 103, 102. If you're LeBron, you got to drive to the hole. Why would you jack for a mellow three down by one? That was idiotic. And then when when 0.7 seconds to go, right? LeBron takes a fadeaway that missed, and here's the thing, right? The Clippers almost gave that game away because Reggie Jackson had an eight-second call. They almost gave that game away, but hey, the Clippers steal that game. They go on a 10-2 run, being down by five in the minute ago. The Clippers have beaten the Lakers six straight times, and by the way, the Clippers are two and a half up on the Lakers in the standings. So, if you're LA, if you're the Lakers, this is a bad loss because. Now that if you stay at nine, you have to win twice to get to the playoffs. If you're the Clippers, if you stay at the eight seed, you only have to win once. And also, good news for the Clippers: PG thirteen is going to be back later this in March. So that's a big news for the Clippers.
0: All right. So l- let me ask you this: the way they mm-hmm. they they uh, they. They look here. What's your thoughts of them making actually the playoffs?
1: They have a, they have a great chance. They have a very good chance of making the playoffs because the Clippers play hard. Reggie Jackson has had a phenomenon. Luke Kennard has been clutch. in some big time threes. Terrence Mann plays great D. Can, he worked on his offensive game. Coffee had a big fourth quarter. Had ten points in the fourth quarter last night. He's a good. He can shoot the floor. Hartenstein. He's a, he's a guy that can score in the paint. Marcus Morris has been clutch. The Clippers, Robert Covington can hit three. He's going to defend. The Clippers have a good shot to make the playoffs. I don't know if they will make the playoffs because I got to see how PG looks from injury. But if they can if they can get Paul George back and they can just stay healthy, they have a great chance of making so, the playoffs.
0: Yeah. So if the Clippers are not making the playoffs, who you have them placing them then?
1: I still think the Lakers, here's what I believe. I think the Lakers still get in. Here's why i think they'll beat whoever's the 10th seed i think the t Wolves beat the clippers in the first game okay. then when the clippers play the lakers in the second game i assume ad is going to be back by that time i don't think Kawhi's is coming back and i think the lakers can beat the clippers in a one game situation but the clippers will fight though
0: okay so you have the clippers in there all right any any um any games that you saw coming off the break that? captivated or caught your eye
1: the games that i that caught my eye for me that caught my eye was the bulls and hawks game Demar martyr rosen's been phenomenal 35 he had 37 points in that game he had um he had a three-point play to end the game He's been clutch, man. Very clutch. Eight straight games of 35 points, points or more on 50% shooting. He worked on his three-point shot, and what helped the Bulls in that game, they hold Trey Young for three of 17 shooting, and they were physical with Trey Young in that game. That would caught my eye, and also everyone chipped in. Thompson 11 points, six rebounds, got offensive glass. Kobe White hit some big shots. So that's one game that caught my eye. The Bulls beat the Hawks there. And another game that caught my eye was really the Spurs and the Wizards. No, People need to talk about that game. The Wizards were down by eight with a minute to go. Came back to tie the game. But San Antonio just showed grit and toughness. I mean, look at this. The Spurs beat the Wizards 153. 157, I'm sorry, 153. DeJounte Murray continues to ball out. 31 points, 14 assists, 13 rebounds. And Keldon Johnson, crew high 32, hit some big time threes. Even Lonnie Walker hit a big three to get the Spurs the lead. Um, Kyle Kuzma, 36 points, but he got tired at the end of that game. KCP started off hot. He was three for three from three to start, but he was one for his last seven. Ivy had 14 off the bench. But the problem with the Wizards, what killed him, that night was rebounding. They got, they got killed on the boards, 50-39. to 39, Got some off... And also, they gave up 74 points in the paint. They just don't have a rim protector like that, other than maybe Gafford. So that caught my eye. The Wizards and the Spurs. And the Spurs swept the Wizards, by the way, this season series.
0: Okay. They Spurs. Wow. So San Antonio wins that game. Pretty good. But good building block for them. You know, also... <laughs> For Standing wise, it helps you know, if you're if, if like myself here. We are Nick fans, and it helps us keeps our slim pickings of, um, a, a pulse to make a play-in appearance alive because the teams are, uh, that are ahead of us are not putting separation. They're keeping us right. at arm's distance. So that was all in all good win for the San Antonio Spurs. Being selfish as a Nick fan,
1: and um, don't forget too. I wanna, before you continue, the Spurs yeah. the only one game back of the ten seed, so it's big win for San Antonio. The only one game back of Portland.
0: Wow, so that, yeah, San Antonio's also, you know, another well coached Popovich team mm-hmm. um showing itself why they're always always gonna be a threat mm-hmm. in, in their conference when, you know, coaching makes a big difference. You well coach mm-hmm. knows and adapt to their players or what team they're mm-hmm. around them, not not they're not the coach wanting the players to adapt to his system, but all in all adapting his coaching style to the talent that he has on the floor. So Popovich keep getting innovative and won't be surprised if I see the San Antonio Spurs, maybe a tenth seed playing. You know, you know, they might have that. You know, gracefully get in there and bow mm-hmm. out. But that's revenue for the for San Antonio to play that extra that one playing game, and that's what Silver wants: keep a fan base um, mm-hmm. interested. Despite yes, it might be just one game. Oh, okay, wow, we play one extra game, but it, it's enough enough to have a building block for San for a small market team like San Antonio going forward, and maybe you know. Twinkle here and there. Uh, also, get another extra game for Josh Primo to develop, and, right. and going forward, and, and you know, and treading stock up in a positive direction for the San Antonio Spurs. So that was a goal and all. You know, we're we You know, also I got to be transparent. My great friend Randy is a big San Antonio Spurs fan, so I'm also rooting right. for his Spurs as well to do right. well. So that's a really good, interesting there. And speaking of of ten seed, trying to fight in there, trying to develop and win. Let's talk about an, a, a player that we cannot deny here, and, mm-hmm. and that is totally blossoming in front of our eyes. And it's it's the uh, six, foot, seven, six foot six foot uh, six small forward slash guard from the University of Duke, RJ Barrett.
1: Beast. He was a he's a, he's a, he's game. he was a beast last night. Driving floater, tough threes, mid race He had an awesome game, man. He carried the Knicks on his back, man. Carried us, dragging us, going to the basket, breaking through contact, hitting some tough threes, man. He had 30 at the half, man. And also, even though he missed some free throws, which he has to work on that, R.J. Barrett gave everything he could because he was going to the basket. And don't forget, too, he had a bum ankle. He came up from an ankle injury. R.J. Barrett's blossoming from New York fans' eyes, and New York should build around him.
0: I agree with you. You know, the 46 points. And also, he was efficient. He was efficient. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he was 12 out of 12 out of 16, if I know something, something. I'll get the stats in a moment. Um, phenomenal game. He led the team there. He kept them. He kept them. He kept them afloat. He made that game yeah. possible. And also against mm-hmm. a tough, tough, tough Miami Heat team defensively. Jimmy Butler you know, and company, they played really hard. And he played well. He was going from everywhere, shooting the ball from... from mid range, a couple of threes, driving to the basket, switching left to right hand. Um, also, getting getting <laughs> yeah. fouls and, and getting to the line. He was, he was totally, he was 13 out of 22 from the field and 6 of 11 from three-point land. Very good, 15. efficient game. You know, some mm-hmm. folks said he could have easily gotten 50 points.
1: Probably. He would have gotten 50. If he didn't miss eight free throws, he would have had 54. It's like R.J. Barrett he's improving. I love RJ. He's improving. He's going to he's improving on his drives. His mid-range is falling a little bit. His three-point shot. He started off a little bit slowly this year, but he started to pick things up a little bit. He just needed help. He just needed help. I'm sorry. He didn't have enough help last night. Randall art Randall was playing great just uh in the few games span until last night. He had a bad game, two 15. I thought he took some tough shots. I, I, you got to give Miami credit being physical with Randall, but I felt there was also him just not trying to play smart. Also, the bench just didn't really show up. They, Tyler Hero outscored the Nick bench 25 himself to 18. Cam Reddish played hard. Cam Reddish played hard, but other than that, Obi Toppin just didn't look very good. Quigley was on and off. If New York wants to make the playoffs, man, they got to get someone to give RJ assistance. Because even though RJ Barrett was phenomenal, he also got tired in that fourth quarter because didn't, he didn't have the other guy to pick up the slack. So if New York wants to make the playoffs, they didn't need someone to pick up the slack to help him out.
0: RJ played well. I didn't think he got tired at the end. I think teams when, it, when the game's on the line, teams get to know how to close out. And they know, they read the temperature. Who's hot, who's not. And we're going to talk about the big elephant in the room, which is um, number 30. Julius Randle did not have a good game efficiently nope. on the on the floor. You know, I thought in the beginning, the first half, I thought he was very aggressive. I liked the, his, the way he came out. You know, mm-hmm. trying to run quick, elusive. Right. And then, you know, like the second half or whatever, when RJ was going out. Not, that, not to say he was disinterested, but he just... I, I, try to do too much right like trying to make a statement y'all like y'all watching rJ but this is still my team type of move and i think mm-hmm. he put himself in a position to fail on the right. floor um it would have been great if he would have had you know also helped out Mitchell robinson with bam out of bio i think bam out of bio ate his lunch in he, yeah or you could say that bam out bio was a little bit um Excuse me, Mitchell Robinson, a little bit distracted because he's, you know, things are happening outside of this world. You know, good. first and foremost, we want to thankfully thank that his dad is safe. Thank God. Yeah. You know, he's safe and sound. He's alive. The most important Mm -hmm. thing out of all that. Now the young man could concentrate in in basketball relations. You know, although we should, you know, maybe as an organization, they should have made a move and say, you know what? We're going to sit Mitchell Robinson down for personal reasons and you know what yeah. It would I think personally wouldn't it would have sucked a little bit but it would not hurt just to get right. them focused and then next game against the 76ers but I can see why they did that as well because you got now Joel Embiid you know we, we didn't see Nolan's Noel play yesterday we didn't see Taj Gibson play yesterday and because they they have a back-to-back with 76ers home home and home series with the mm-hmm. 76ers and I think they want to use up their centers for that you know they're going to need everyone there fresh um, because he's going to Embiid is going to be a handful maybe that was yeah. the thought of that um, let me let me ask you a little bit we're not, too, not making this too much of a Knicks centric program this is the NBA hoop program but with mm-hmm. the Knicks here what's your thoughts on them again only playing a small amount of minutes of Miles McBride
1: that's not if you're Tom Thibodeau you got to be smart with that you have to understand this. You see Tyler Hero's cooking you on one-on-one. McBride can guard him. He's not going to stop him, but he's gonna, he can guard him because he's physical and he can get you some steals. If you're Tom Thibodeau, look, I'm not saying it's all on fib, but Tom Thibodeau needs to understand that you got to use McBride for defense and he can pass, though. Look, Thibodeau is a good coach, but he needs to learn to adapt. That's his problem sometimes. If he can learn, salute T-Face, by the way. Salute, welcome to the channel, T-Face, NYC. If, he, if if New York wants to get to the playoffs, Tom Thibodeau has to adapt, you know, to his – he needs to adapt and utilize the players, though, because McBride can give you some defense. He can get you some steals, some runouts, and he can stretch the floor, too. And he can pass, though. So not playing McBride enough minutes, to me, it doesn't make any sense if you're Tom Thibodeau.
0: Yeah, because, you know, I, I was mentioning, uh, um, salute, 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 Bronx in the house, indeed, right here from mm-hmm. one, from Freeman, and from 149th, Jackson Avenue, living in Throsnake, mm-hmm. so salute, the Bronx in the house, full effect. Now, what I was mentioning with Thibodeau, and I, and I wanted to mention it now, and when I was earlier on with, with Ron, still a Knicks fan, phenomenal, phenomenal program. We always support him here on this program and all the content creators from the Knicks universe, so we always prepare, we always tell you to sh- uh, share and like, always, and when I was mentioning, I forgot to mention because I was going to come on here to help you produce was Tom Tabato. He needs to adapt. What I mean right. adapt is change his coaching style and his game mm-hmm. plan to fit right. the talent that he has on his roster. Not mm-hmm. having the roster um, adapt to his plane, his plane style, because sometimes the talent might not be suitable for time to playing style and, and you know i understand oh i didn't want camba okay that's fine granted all right so now what you're gonna do about it you 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 you. you it's too late we already signed them these contracts are guaranteed first of all for first part now it's up to you as a head coach that we're entrusting you we're giving you the keys to the franchise we're giving you five years you know what millions of dollars you know with that responsibility please now show us that you could coach adapt your coaching style to fit the talent that you have there, and put them right. in, in a position to succeed.
1: Right, right, right. I agree, man. I agree. Like you said, needs to learn to let... He needs to learn to let the players... I feel that he puts players in the wrong position sometimes. Again, I know the players have to produce, and they have to, but also I feel that Tom Thibodeau needs to understand to put the players in the right position. Alec Burks is not a point guard. He's a two, He's a two. Yes. He's he's a three. He's not a one. We got to stop with Allen being a one. Enough. Give it time. Enough. Your team struggles with Allen at the one. Also, you got to know what to sit RJ down. I know you don't think he was tired last, in, in the fourth quarter, which you can make a case because Miami did get the ball out of his hands in the fourth quarter, be more physical with him in the fourth quarter. But I felt that he was kind of fatigued because you see he was puffing at times. He was getting fatigued at times because he was carrying, dragging us throughout that game and all season. He's been dragging us throughout this whole season. So I feel that Tom Stibbitt has to utilize the right rotations. But another team who knows how to adjust is the Miami Heat. They know how to adjust, though. Cause look at this. Miami has won six out of the last ten. They're one of the best road teams in so 2014. They, they, they're um, they, they, they're one of the best three-point shooting teams in the NBA. And what I love about Miami, they know when to feed the hot hand. Look in the first half when Tyler Hero was high, they give him some pick and pops, give and goes. He got open threes, drives. Jimmy Butler in that third quarter, he was killing it in the post mid-range shots in the first half he struggled but in the second half he was starting to get going and also even bam on the bio play some good defense in the paint all season so if and know and here's what you want to hear this dx mm-hmm. only Depot's going to come back soon if he can get healthy and miami can get healthy they have a great chance to compete for the world title what do you think
0: Oh, Miami, personally, I think Miami is gonna go to the NBA finals in my opinion. I don't know if they're gonna win it. I am all I say I think they're I won't be surprised if Miami wins the NBA. I, it won't surprise me one bit if mm-hmm. Miami actually wins the NBA title. If, if one bit, guys. I, I, I I'm gonna be totally honest. I, I don't I won't be surprised at all if, if if they're hosting the Larry O'Brien trophy. And they're young they're they're not a young mm-hmm. team either. They're a veteran mm-hmm. team. But but here's one thing I gotta you gotta give kudos to Eric Spostra. he rotates and, and substitutes and keeps them in and out quick to keep right. everyone fresh to keep right. them in a position of success enough time you know even when they got down by the Knicks, you know they, they started 10-0. they they started the game they went like about six minutes without scoring their first bucket,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and they still scored what 115 points yeah man. <laughs> yeah so they it, do it a an, lot man. yeah it's a you know good coaching. Mm-hmm. Smart um, um, rotation and mm-hmm. the veterans um, knowing their job and not panicking. You know, I, I also wanted to mention, and I, and I didn't get the chance to speak on it earlier, but I'll mention mm-hmm. it here. Um, you know, when when um, mm-hmm. the, the, the 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 man on, on said Thibodeau should have, you know, when times when they were when you're losing by 20 points several games Thibodeau should get irate get a technical foul get put but you know what sometimes as a, as a head coach or, or a manager in baseball you gotta sometimes show your calm cool collective you're not mm-hmm. panicking because I think if you start getting technicals or start showing your emotion too crazy you also could send a panic or chaotic um, uh, right. projection to your players you know right. you gotta have you know and, and that's one thing that made and I hate to, to um, cross-reference sports but when you saw the yankees of the dynasty in the 90s joe mm-hmm. tory was known as calm, oh, cool joe he was calm he was his demeanor was always the same no fiery you know sometimes we want the fiery fiery rah-rah guy but sometimes you have to stay calm cool collected within yourself and and okay things are going bad hold on relax you know like you know okay let's keep that level headed all right let it pass. The storm shall pass. Now we're going to execute. Let's be in position to succeed. And I think that's what Thibodeau as well with this 20-point lead and, you know, panicking. You can also mm-hmm. – but we want him to do something because we're seeing now a large sample size of the same thing and getting the same results. So maybe we need to tweak a little bit. I know it sounds a little right. bit herky-jerky back and forth, but I'm trying to be – I guess I'm playing devil's advocate with myself with these, with that statement back and forth, playing that, that – um, mental ping-pong, you know, with good and bad. And, man, it's I like at the end of the day, we just want to see this organization and this team um, develop well and actually win. So we're trying to also try to be a little greedy and have our cake and eat it too when it comes to this 2021-22 season with the Nickelbackers. Right, right, right.
1: But another team out there that's been lining it up is the Boston Celtics. I mean, right now... They're somehow struggling with the Pistons down by five. However, Boston's been, they've been making rotations. They won nine of the last 10. They've won um, six straight road games. And you wanna hear this, in the past five road games, except tonight, except today, they were either up by 20 and they were not even trailing in the game. What I love about Boston, and I know you're not a big Celtic fan, but I know what I like about Boston, they are making the right rotations. And Mecca Yudoka is knowing how to utilize his talent. And Tatum Brown, Williams, Horford, Smart, and what I like about Boston now you got a point guard and Derek White who knows how to run a show. Remember, he used to play for the Spurs under Greg Popovich. So I think they made a big move there. How far do you think the Celtics can go, man?
0: Well, they, they what was their last in their last ten games? Give me that again. What was nine their last and game? one? The nine, nine and one, one. In last time. Mm-hmm. It looks like right now the head coach is now implementing his his style. Um, no, know, he knows his team now. Remember, he's a first year head coach as well, so mm-hmm. he's learning his players. He's knowing what kind of team he has on him. He's knowing mm-hmm. he's and also the schedule, and and he's putting them and and now he's putting position to to succeed. They made some trades. Those guys are getting acclimated in in his system, and right now that's a result. They're taking a reflection right now is the of their head coach. What, what he wants he's got he's got the two superstars by uh, Ty, uh, Tatum and Brown you know playing the way he wants he figured it out he made his adjustments and his adapt and right now they're rewarding him nine out of line nine and one remember last year the same thing happened with the New York about I hate to I know we're not the, we're, the channel and myself I am a Nick fan but I know I understand and, and I apologize G money because this is your hoop show NBA hoops mm-hmm. and we I don't want to stay Nick centric with you here because you you are the NBA savant here on our channel mm-hmm. and just to bring it back back again reeling into to the knickerbockers last Mm -hmm. year the knicks went nine and one that stretch and because remember first year head coach a lot of similarities with the celtics and record wise not not game not the way they play but the the Mm -hmm. way they're inspired by the new head coach changing the narrative changing their culture getting players to buy into their system now he's being rewarded going nine and one in the last 10 here similar to what the knicks did with that memphis and then it went nine and one as well to close Mm out in in, you know three quarters Mm -hmm. of the season so boston celtics they have a lot uh, a lot of upsides. They got, you know, Robert Williams, who could defend, you know, and and, and rebound. Um, they still, you know, you say they got White as their point guard with Smart, although that's mm-hmm. going to be an Achilles heel, in my opinion, in the playoffs. You know, and, and also, you know, I think also what's going to hurt them is if they play a team with size.
1: Yeah. You know, with, a
0: good, with a good point guard, they might have some trouble.
1: Right, right. If they play like a Cleveland with, you, if you play like a Cleveland, you're going to deal with Love, Mobley, and Allen. If you play Milwaukee, you have Green Freak, Lopez might come back at some point, and you have Ibaka on the stretch floor. If you play Chicago, they're not the biggest size team, but you have Thompson and Vucevic. So if you're Boston, they do have rim protectors and Williams and Holford, but they need another rim protector off the bench. And I still think they need a bench. If they can get a bench, the Celtics will be a contender. But another team that before
0: you I, jump, before you move on from the Celtics, I want to make before we let me just finish up with that with that Boston. Sorry for a moment. It's alright. With, right, it's with right, the right. Celtics, when you mean a bench, they might need a bench to finish out the season here. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to the playoffs, remember rotation tightens. It becomes True. from ten sometimes to eight at there uh, sometimes depending on what on the which coach it is. And if they could, um all it is if he doesn't, we just hope that coach don't run those guys down until Mm -hmm. the playoffs now if they go into the playoffs i think they'll they'll, you know for me the Celtics, if they could somehow avoid playing in the same playoff bracket cleveland and the raptors or whichever way that is because those are the two teams that i'm talking about lengthwise and and Mm -hmm. really really give them trouble are those Mm -hmm. two teams basic because they're all tall and they're all really some strong 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 teams with size jay boogie the closer salute to you I hope you're doing well. Welcome. Hope your Saturday is doing phenomenal. Salute, salute, and they said salute, salute with three capitals. Salute, yes, indeed. My main man, Jay Boogie, the closer. Um, t- Tattoo face says, "Do you think Robinson's going to walk?" Um, no, I think they're going to get something for Mitchell Robinson. I think they will be a signing trade. Uh, uh, you, know. you know, I would like Mitchell to- Robinson to stay, but let me ask you this, Tattoo Face: What would you give Mitchell Robinson? Um, right now as a contract. Would you give him more than $14 million? I'll
1: be right back, all right?
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, the G-Money will take a step out for a minute. I'll put myself in camera. Usually, I usually don't get on camera, but for G-Money program, because it is his program. So, we'll put myself here. And we'll get back there. So, salute, salute to everyone. G-Money will take a moment. The G-Money Hoop Show and report. So, we'll stay Nick-centric for a moment while G-Money returns and give us some more NBA um Thoughts and notes. My personal back to Mitchell Robinson. What is it going to take for Mitchell Robinson to stay with the New York Knicks? You know, would you want to give him more than $14 million a year? I will give him four years, $50 million. Okay. Okay. Um, personally, Mitchell Robinson, you know, I think, you know, you might have to give him the Robin Williams contract. You know, do you think he's better than than Robin Williams? You know, um, and I know it's so. There's different scenarios because he's, he's surrounded with two strong wing players in Tatum and Brown. So maybe allows Robert Williams to have a better, a better success on the court than Mitchell Robinson. Because right now, let's face it, Julius Randle isn't scoring as normal as he can. As G Money will return back here, so we'll bring it. We'll bring in G Money in a moment, in, in a second. All right, G right, Money, you're back here, so.
1: We're What's talking about
0: on? the we were talking about the contract for Mitchell Robinson. Um, Mitchell Robinson doesn't mm-hmm. deserve anything really. So tattoo face, are you so you're willing to well, let me ask you guys, would you willing to allow him to walk? Would you allow him to just leave or, or would you try to get a signing trade? Um uh, ask Tattoo Face. What's your thoughts on and all before you answer that? Um um and then we'll go back around the league. What's your thoughts on Mitchell Robinson?
1: Mitchell Robinson, he's a great shot blocker, he's athletic, he's a good rebounder. It would be it will be it would be sad to let Mitch go. It would be sad because Mitch Robinson is a good defender. He's athletic. He low he, he knows how to protect the rim. But at the same time, if we can treat Mitch Robinson for a center that can stretch the floor a little bit, I would not mind that. But I don't think Mitch is gonna be here next year. I just don't see it. I just think that Mitch is gonna go to a contender. I heard Miami wanted Mitch. Det- Detroit's not a contender, but I heard Detroit wanted Mitch. I just don't see Mitchell Robinson being a Nick next
0: year. I can see where he might. I think. I think he is. Um, right now, if you ask me. I think it's 65 sixty-five thirty-five. Um, Mitchell Robinson will be back because also the Knicks want to. Um, there's a stereotype, and and rightfully mm. so, by the New York Knicks, it's called the Charlie Ward curse. They haven't had a player mm. get past their first contract and resign with another contract with, with that team that, 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 you know, Knicks have draft draft picks haven't last there. So I think, you know, they'll, they're going to try to break the narrative and, and, and although, you know, hopefully it's a smart move, not, not, not because you want to break that narrative. You're going to do a dumb move and give it and throw him, um, um, foolish, unnecessary money. No, but I hope they, I hope they really smart. I hope they really do their homework and I hope they really, really, um, give Mitchell Robinson a, a, a a, really good contract both help both the team as well as as the organization. Or maybe they, you know, because he is a, a, unrestricted. That means he can sign and get nothing. You know, you could try to do a signing trade, which I think, you know, the Knicks won't surprise me if they do a signing trade with Mitchell Robinson. You know, and, and 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 I won't see, and I wouldn't, and I mentioned this G money, but mm-hmm. but I, I was trying to be, I was trying to be, um, sarcastic, but also there's a little truth to it. I wouldn't mind. I, I, I'm not saying I wouldn't mind. I'm saying as a dumb move or not a dumb move but i can see like a a, a weird move the knicks will do a signing trade with phoenix send mitchell Robinson to phoenix mm-hmm. um phoenix do not really care too much for aiden you know they, oh, they, they care for him yes but they don't want to give him that kind of money and i can see the knicks being dumb enough to take whatever his max deal is and take that money back they'll get less money they'll probably sign mitch for a little less money than mm-hmm. what would have cost aiden but they really ain't really gonna much mitch too much on talent wise, because um, right. you know, because even though Aiden is a low post threat and scorer, but they have mm-hmm. a lot of wing where they are. They're gonna they can allow Mitchell Robinson to um, plug and play with the Phoenix without losing a step. I could see them right. doing a, a foolish move like that.
1: Possibly, possibly, possibly. And speaking of Phoenix, and speaking of this, and I get what you're saying though with Mitch and Aiden. I, it, it depends how far the Suns go. If the Suns, let's see, lose early, they might lose Aiton. But if they like, win a championship this year, I don't think it's going to go. So to me, it kind of depends how Phoenix looks in the playoffs. And speaking of the Phoenix Suns, I want to ask you, how do you think they'll do without Chris Paul? They're 1-1 one one without CP3 so far.
0: Well, that first game, if Devin Booker is going to play that role of, of getting everyone those assists, he had 12 uh, the other game assists. he had 12 assists, phenomenal job there. You know Booker, I'm not saying he's their point guard, but if he could right. get everyone involved and help elevate his teammates and continue that good play around with with Thomas and company, wow. You know, they, they just they could. I, personally, I think and if he's going to miss 10 games, if they could go six and six and four, seven and three, that's a. You, I'm pretty sure you, as a Suns fan, will sign mm-hmm. up for it.
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll sign up for that, too. If you look at Fiends' it's next five games, they got Utah tomorrow on ABC, Portland and New York Wednesday and Friday, respectively on ESPN, and then they're at Milwaukee, the finals rematch, next Sunday on ABC. If I have to guess what I think the Suns would do, I think they beat the Jazz, the Blazers, and the Knicks, but I don't think they beat the Bucks. I think in the next five games, I see... Phoenix going... Sorry, sorry, that's four games. And they have Orlando. And they'll beat the Magic. I think they can go 4-1 and one in that span. If I were the Suns, they didn't play well versus the, the Pelicans because CJ killed us a 1-1 and also rebounding. But if the Suns can, like, say, tread water without Chris Paul... And don't forget, Cameron Payne has been out too. He's missed 15 games in a row. And also, you still have Kaminsky now. So if Phoenix could just get healthy and could just tread water a little bit without Chris Paul, I think the Suns will be fine. Do you think they'll finish the number one seed, so The World wide, L. Do you think they'll finish the one seed, or do you think the Warriors will catch him?
0: I think the Warriors will catch him because of the Chris Paul injury. Not, no, no, no disrespect, no, no knock on Phoenix. I think Phoenix is having a hell of a season. They're, they're doing really extremely well, but I just think, you know, that health. Um, you know, Booker, if he continues to show assists, mm-hmm. But I just think there's something about the Warriors down the stretch here. Clay Thompson is now going to start hitting his drive. You know, remember coming back, you know, he, he's going to have some – now he has more games under his belt. I think they're going to get rocking and rolling. I I, I still – I think – and it's going to be a close one. I'm not going to say sure. that the Warriors are going to win by four. They're going to – you know, but I could see them catching it and winning by one, two games that, that Western Conference top seed, um, Golden State and, mm-hmm. in, in, you know – I just, yeah, just the, the injury just came at, you know, maybe in the wrong time, maybe in the right time sure. for Chris Paul. We'll see how long, how well he comes back for because he might mm. be just healthy, maybe with five games left in the C, regular season that he, yeah. which is gonna give him a little break too, that he could go into the playoffs a little fresh, you know, with his legs, when you know, ready to go, and because it's gonna, they're gonna, they're you know, they're gonna be heavily favorites going into the in the in the uh, Western Conference playoffs, you know, and mm. and not for nothing, they play a tough team. In either the Clippers or the or the Lakers, if they if they win that eight seed, mm-hmm. you know that's not going to be no picnic. Even though I you yeah. know, you know you you don't want to play a, a playoff series with a LeBron James and and sure. Street Street Clothes Davis and a Carmelo and Carmelo my last chance to actually try to get a title. Anthony, you know you gotta. They're yeah. gonna be desperate.
1: They're they gonna be desperate. And speaking of the Lakers, right? The Lakers. Speaking of the Lakers, you know, they're the number nine seed. They're they're two and a half up on Portland. They're two and a half behind out the Clippers for eight. What what do you think where do you think the Lakers will finish, if you have to guess?
0: Oh well, before I give you my answer, I first want to salute World Y L who's there with us salute in the L. chat. Absolutely. Let's, let's show our man salute world y L from the from for the love of the game. Salute and to you my man. subscribe to the
1: for the love of the game. Click those like buttons for the love of the game, everybody.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. So, salute to him. Salute to, to Hard Will, my main man Hector. Salute to everyone. Uh, mm-hmm. Absolutely there. Um, yeah, the Clippers. We're, we're, we're going with Clippers or Lakers? We're going with the Lakers.
1: Clippers. We're going with the LA Lakers. Where do you – I have the next five games. They're home against the Pelicans, home against the Mavs, at Clipper Nation, home against the Warriors on ABC next Sunday – Saturday, I'm sorry. And then they're at San Antonio. So, th- this is not easy. Even that's the a tough,
0: That's a gauntlet right there because oh, yeah. all those teams got something to play for. Even the Spurs, the Spurs, mm-hmm. like we just mentioned a few seconds ago. You know, we were saying that they're still Popovich. You know, mm-hmm. is have their guys. Popovich has changed his coaching style to fit mm-hmm. to his to his, to his talent. And yes, they they just there might be tenth, there might be eleventh, but they're playing hard for him. Only a game game. One game behind.
1: One game behind. One game
0: behind. They played a great, a tough game, 154, 54, 55 points in, in the nation's capital. 157.
1: 157.
0: 157 excuse me for, for dropping, for leaving three points off from you guys. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so, but, but they scored 157 points, 157 points. They're, they're, Phenomenal job no matter what. I know say there was no defense. Popovich is a good defensive coach. He's changing his philosophy to fit his team. That's mm-hmm. the point. He's long. he's he's taking the temperature of his team and, right. and and adjusting to it. And even though it's a you know that's a big, big, big development, they're developing and winning at the same time. You don't think that's gonna help a guy like Josh Primo, you know, um, you know, playing well, you know, with knowing seeing that in it's a ten seed, but they're winning and learning. Um, for the Lakers, that's a tough gauntlet, man. You know, mm. and also the Lakers got a big C on the target. I know they're not the, the defending champions, but they're the they're the they're what we call the uh media height champs that everybody wants to try to knock down. Because if you go and you just say you beat and knocked off the Lakers, you, you, that's like a feather in the cap because you beat the mighty Lakers. You know, you embarrassed them. And a lot of t- and you got a bullseye. Put it that way, they got a bullseye they, they do, that team man. wants to hit. You know, and, and they do. you know LeBron yeah. is gonna LeBron is gonna give you his A plus. World class and a, a, a hall of fame talent out on the floor, but the supporting cast can they bring their level to accommodate the king? I don't know right. if this team can right now.
1: I mean, that's true. The problem with the Lakers is they don't use their depth. They have no depth. Here is what kills me with Frank Vogel: Dwight Howard was giving you rebounds. He had what nine rebounds in the first quarter. He was giving you rebounds and off and putbacks. Why did you take him out? Like, you need rim protection. You don't have AD because he's hurt. And what kills with the Lakers, you want to hear this, um, Jedi? The Lakers have lost 19 games in the clutch. Think about that. 19 games they have lost in the clutch. They don't close games because they jack up threes. They don't go to the paint sometimes. And what kills with the Lakers, they don't feed the hot hand. You see, here's that last play. LA was down 103-102. And I blame LeBron and Melo. Why didn't you pass the ball to THT? He was wide open. I don't understand that play if you're the Lakers. And right now, man, the Lakers, they're just inconsistent. I still think they can make the playoffs, and I still got them there, but I think they finished the eighth seed. I, because here's why I believe the Lakers will get to the playoffs. Also, you have to understand the NBA. The NBA is a business. They will want the Lakers in the playoffs. Because I don't, I, the Clippers, they play hard every night. And you guys salute the Clippers. They won four out of the last five. You guys salute the Clippers. But I think they're going to get tired later in the season. I like the Blazers and I love Anthony signs. He's had a phenomenal season. I don't know. Remember, Nurkic is out for a month because he had a plant of in his foot. I don't know if they, they're going to survive without Nurk and Dane. The Spurs play hard every night. And by the way, Popovich is only one win away from tying for the most wins of all time, two wins away from having the most wins of all time as a coach. But I just, I just, I like the Spurs and they compete every night. But I don't know if San Antonio has the talent though. And don't sleep on New Orleans. New Orleans is right there. They're only a game behind um, Portland too. So I think the Lakers could get to the playoffs, but if they get there, I don't think they'll go far. That's just me. That that's just me, man. So with that, there's also um, the Denver Nuggets. They won four in a row. They've not been healthy. They're they're only uh, and they're hasting behind Dallas. How far you think the Nuggets can go, man?
0: Um, the Nuggets, just, they just probably win one round and they'll ball out in the second round. I have I I'm not even gonna break them to them down. They they you know Nurkic, you know he, though he's been MVP, really oh, good you mean player. Jokic. They, Jokic, he's just that one trick pony. Um, you know, mm-hmm. uh, it, 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 one thing, it, 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 I, I don't, you know, just, yeah, I'm not even going to waste too much time. He's going to second round exit.
1: Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> and, and, and speaking of the Jazz and the Mavericks, the Jazz beat the Mavericks 114, 109. Ironically, Dallas beat Utah, excuse me, Utah beat Dallas on Christmas Day in Utah and won last night. The Mavericks are two and a half behind the Jazz. How, and what helped um, the, the Jazz at home last night, if you want to go into these things, the Jazz shot 54% from the field, hit 16 threes, took 14 more free throws They were being aggressive going to the basket, had more rebounds, 44 to 30. Spider Mitchell, Spider-Man, he put the the web on the Mavericks, he was marvelous. Seven threes, which is a career high for him. Um, you know, they have is pointing points in the paint. They were going to the basket at will, bringing it to the teeth to the D. So, good win for the Jazz man. Um, if the Jazz and the Mavericks faced off in the first round, because that might be a first round preview, who do you think can win that series?
0: Wow, that, that that's a good matchup, Jazz Mavericks. Um, personally, uh, uh personally, personally speaking. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think I can see I can see Dallas actually winning that. Mm. Um, you know, is he, because Gobert will be a will be a hell of a defensive presence,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and and yes, he'll give him fits. But I don't, I'm not going to worry too much on the offensive um aspect of what Gobert brings there, and I right. think that Luka Dantage. Phenomenal player You know I think he just Takes his game To another level When it comes to Playoffs He's one of those Players that Will turn it on To another level Also Jalen Brunson Wants to get paid This summer Nothing Nothing motivates A player With talent um, More than a Payday coming up Mm -hmm. You know All he needs Is a good First round Um statement series and he you know he's going to secure that bag. Oh, what a clutch player. People remember your 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 last your your last your shortcomings, the last things you put Alrighty. on paper. And if Jalen Brunson goes out there and balls and becomes an a, a factor, that's going to help him with in, in his wallet. Um also Finley Smith also it could be a problem for 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 Utah to contain, you know, you get to have Donovan Mitchell. Yes, um you know, a lot of <laughs> the rumors are out there Mitchell won first round exit. There might be an opportunity for him to ask out of Utah, but you know that's just I I don't you know I think that's just noise I don't I don't I don't know if that's any true you know as Nick fans true. Nick fans will keep an eye on that you know we know we want him to return back home to New York right but right. I, I don't I don't think that's happening but you never know you never know there um how that goes you also have guys that could defend on on, on that on that um you got
1: Bullock Dallas, you have yeah
0: on, on Dallas on that Dallas roster with Reggie Bullock. You put him in there. You know, you don't need him to score. That's why you have Luka Dantic. You have Brunson. Mm-hmm. You have Finney Smith. You have others. You know, you want Bullock, you know, to hit his spot up threes when he gets the ball to him, but play mm-hmm. that good um, perimeter defense.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: I, that's why I like Dallas, you know, I, and, and it's mm-hmm. going to be a seven-game series. if they oh, yeah. Play. oh, yeah. But there's a lot to talk about that. Let's not get too ahead of ourselves when it comes to that. But if you, like you mentioned it, to answer your question, yes, I, I do like Dallas. And those are the reasons why right 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 now i do Me? give the coaching to snyder though now mm-hmm. that's the big X. Over Kidd, yeah. yeah yeah that's the x factor if quinn snyder you know and unfortunately we don't see a lot of utah basketball you know it's not actually televised you don't get to see but you know we see the numbers but that's that's the that's the big that's the big x factor um
1: mm-hmm. right that's true that's true for me, man, I'll give a slight ass choice to Mavs, too, because don't forget too, if the Mavericks could win in LA three times last year, I think they could win in Utah. Utah is a hard place to play in Salt Lake City in Vivid Smart Home Arena. But here's the thing that can help the Mavericks over the Jazz: they yeah. have no one. You can, they have no one to contain Luka Doncic, and also other than Donovan Mitchell, I don't trust anyone in that team in the playoffs. I don't. I don't trust Mike Conley' health. Jordan Clarkson's inconsistent in the playoffs. Same thing with um, Badovich. And Utah, I know Dallas is like shooting three, but Utah shoots too many threes too. I just don't think that the Jazz are going far, and t- and who knows how they look. But another team that we should not sleep on is the Toronto Raptors. I mean, I know Toronto's lost three out of their last four after winning eight in a row, but Toronto right now is the number seven seed. They're two games up on Brooklyn. They're a game and a half behind Boston. More likely going to be two games back because Boston's about to beat Detroit. They're up eight right now, one hundred ninety-two. Um, how, how how good do you think Toronto's going to be, man?
0: Toronto Toronto has a, a lot of tools that really could be a, a nat- matchup nightmare. Could be an issue. Um, one thing is, you know, even though they have the size, how how well is how how clutch can their talent be? True. You know how clutch their talent could be because they're going to be in a well-positioned, a well-coached um, team. Nick Nurse, mm-hmm. pretty one of the one of the up-and-coming good NBA head coaches. You know can can Van Fleet become a postseason legend, hero with that team because he's going right. to need to hit some shots. They're going to give him the opportunities. They're going to have rebounding. They're going to have length. They're going to have you know advantages. You know, and also Scottie Barnes. Will the will mm-hmm. the moment be too big for him in the playoffs? Right, you know, right, right. Or or would he hit a rookie wall? You know, would he would he be gassed? You know, the same thing we could say about Evan Mobley. You know, mm-hmm. they haven't hit their rookie walls quite yet. You know, we could we'll we we'll touch we'll touch base on those. But with the Cavalier, excuse me, with the Raptors, it all depends on that. Can they hit the clutch shots? They, you know, right. can they can they when when can they survive runs when Van Fleet if he gets into some foul troubles? Um, and, and he sits. Can Scotty Barnes pick up that slack? True. Um, true. Can can uh,
1: and in uh, Manokai Manokai. Manokai.
0: Manokai. Manokai Flynn come in and spell Van Pleep without dropping in in play? That's the question for the for the And, also, and
1: don't forget Gary Trent. Gary Trent had a phenomenal year with the Raptors. too. and no one's, Gary Trent's been phenomenal, but can he play like this in the playoffs though? Um, Pascal Siakam, can Spicy P get cooking in the big postseason? The Raptors are a great defensive team, but my problem Toronto, this team can't shoot consistently. They're one of the worst teams in shooting. So if Toronto can get their efficiency up, can get the hoping threes, and I think the Raptors need a bench. They have the talent, but they need a bench. The Raptors have had a great year, and I think Toronto will be a tough out, but I just don't think they're ready to go far, man. Just man. I think there will be a tough out in the playoffs.
0: Yeah, Raptors like tattoo face says not Raptors are not good enough. Right. Right. That's why it's gonna be. That's why it's hard for us to get sit here right now on the twenty sixth day of February to sit down and talk about playoff matchups. What we think about? It's rough. It's tough because you know in a in a couple days you're going to have to buy out your team team um, players and Mm -hmm. before if they want to be eligible for the play you know the the team's gotta put the the buyout mark and then we have until April third. When teams have to get their players on, who are bought out on contracts to reach. Right. And usually, I'm not saying you're going to get any world beaters on the buyout market, but you mm-hmm. might have a play. There might be some players that might just fit in on certain these teams mm-hmm. that are middle of the pack that might need just. I'm not saying it's going to put them above and beyond into NBA title st- um, stature, but it can right. help them um, in some deficiencies that might. Right might swing a game or two in the playoffs so that's right. why it's a little bit far-fetched on the 26th day of february to talk about playoffs right now because there's a lot still to be left you know there's 20 plus games left in the season a lot of things can happen also injuries we we know we saw we saw a little bit of injuries we saw the knicks with quentin grimes with the propeller mm-hmm. they'll with with, with with grimes coming out missing you know we want to see i don't want i don't I don't see a buyout going in Toronto or or they might buy player um Tattoo fame. maybe they get a player maybe they might need a, another shooting guard you know you know they might Damian Dotson I'm not saying like I said those kind of moves don't move the needle um you know as NBA stats or championship mm-hmm. level but you know let's say a guy like you know Damian Dotson gets bought out he's available you never know they bring in you know Damian Dotson for maybe one game in the playoffs he he shoots you know 6 of 6 of 9 you know and mm-hmm. That, that's you got contribute you got some contribution from that position where you thought you wasn't gonna get it just maybe for one game it might be fool's gold but that's just yeah. enough to give excitement to a Toronto team and say you know what if we can upgrade in the, in the next season and getting us a point guard who's consistent or a shooting guard who's consistent that's something that could show an, a blueprint for next season those are the type of moves when I mean yeah. like that so there's a lot of to talk about a lot of inter- intricate parts to be moved. You know, or maybe right. they want to go with young guys who emerges themselves. They, they pass through their NBA rookie wall or the game slows down for certain rookies that are, that are not up in the radar type, you know, second round picks that, oh, man, the game's starting to become easier, slowing down. Now I'm getting ready, the NBA life, the NBA game. And maybe they start elevating themselves, moving up. And right, right. surprising, not just for the cat, not for the Toronto Raptors. But I'm talking about all NBA general team ones. Right, so that's right. why it's a, it's a little far fetched to talk a little bit about the playoffs currently right now.
1: Okay, but speaking of bio, Candice, the Nets got Goran Dragic. I think that's a good move for Brooklyn because you get another ball handler to help out Kyrie and Ben Simmons. Do you do you think getting Goran Dragic is a good move for the Nets?
0: I think it is. I think what they're what they're telling us here with the move there. Until the city of New York gets their head out of their clouds and find out what Mm -hmm. they're going to do with the mandates. You know, that's a whole other subject. If they're going to allow Kyrie to play at home or not, they have got – they have Roderick in there. Mm -hmm. Go ahead and play. I'm not saying he's Kyrie Irving, but just be serviceable. Set guys up because you have talent on the team. Kevin Durant will return, you know, hopefully better, stronger. You also, you know, you got – now, hopefully, you know, take a little bit, alleviate pressure on the shoulders and expectations from a Ben Simmons. You know what? Mm-hmm. If Ben Simmons wants to go out there and be a shutdown defender and attack the paint when he wants to, go ahead. Okay. We don't need you to be the, you don't need to, you know, we don't need you to be the, the uh, vocal point of the offense. And I'm not saying Drodrick will be, but you have more, more weapons to go for. You want to, you know, be able to set up them a, a, uh, of Oldridge. You know, you got, uh, you know, Brooke Lopez, Cam Thomas, if you want him to to be successful and continue to score and be just a scoring threat, you have Mm -hmm. Dragic who could set Thomas and doesn't have to bring the ball and and have that pressure on him. So they're spreading the wealth there. That was a very smart buyout. Although, personally, I was very surprised to see Dragic go to Brooklyn. I thought all indications, if you would have told me, gun to my head, he was going to be a Miami Heat. But whatever the case was, he ended up being with Brooklyn. Not a bad move um, there for Brooklyn, but the question is: Is there enough time for them to make a move, or do they are they going to have to play that rigmarole with extra playing right. tournament, playing games, and of course, salute the one and only Johnny, Johnny Timon. His timing is perfect. Salute Johnny and Salute in the building.
1: Just right on time he came in, Johnny. Um, you made some good points, uh, be, uh, Jeff. You Made some great points because you know we don't know when Kevin Durant's coming back. I heard he may come back next week. Dragic will make his debut tonight on ABC against the Bucks. So that's a good move for there. And the vaccine mandate, the, Eric Adams going to uplift the vaccine mandate somewhere in March. Brooklyn, the Nets, the, the problem with the Brooklyn Nets is that they got a rim protector now and Drummond, but they need another rim protector. They just got to get healthy. I think Brooklyn needs to get healthy. Seth Curry, I thought he fit in very well. He can shoot, he can space the floor. Patty Mills has been up and downs of late. But if Brooklyn just get healthy, get Kevin Durant back healthy, hope Kyrie plays full time, Dragic can produce, the Nets will be a, a nice young team. Because I know we don't want to talk too much about the playoffs, but right now, just a heads up, they're the number eight seed in the Easter Conference. They're again half up on Charlotte for, num- for number nine. They're two games behind Toronto for number seven. Toronto's in Atlanta tonight, Brooklyn's in Milwaukee. So if you're Brooklyn, you want to get out of that play in. If I were Brooklyn, do, do you think we can get out of the play in Brooklyn?
0: You know what? I, I'm gonna go on the limb and say, yeah. I think that I think they'll finish, I think they'll finish six. I think they'll play the the three C. So it'll be interesting to see who you know could it. And, and if that's the case, in a perfect world, in a perfect world, mm-hmm. in a perfect world, I would love to see first round Brooklyn playing on the 76ers. That'll
1: be awesome. Brooklyn, Philly, <laughs> Ben Simmons six versus three. Joel Embiid. Yeah, that'll be juicy. Ben Simmons versus Joel Embiid. The beef, but I don't think they'll have beef, but you get my point. You have the fans trying to boot Ben Simmons. You have James Harden against his former squad. Um, you have KD Harden, you know, et cetera. You have a great match. of Seth Curry, Ben Simmons, and Drummond against their former team. That would probably be a seven-game series if that were to happen. Brooklyn right now is three and a half behind Boston. So if you think Brooklyn gets top six, what team do you think they'll fall out out of the top six?
0: Um, we'll wait to see. I, I, it's a lot of different. Um, it's a lot. A lot of things can happen. But I just help. You know, and let put it this way, if mm-hmm. the NBA were scripted and would love to be, will love the narrative to be that way. Here's you know, you want to go ten uh, nine play in tournament. Knicks Hawks. Mm-hmm. Then you right winner goes on to face whoever you know. Make it. It doesn't matter who who seven eight is. Knicks somehow win the set, the uh the set the eighth game they'll become the eighth seed and they go up against a four game series you have, you know, I mean you have your seven game series you got Brooklyn 76ers 3-6 the one in the one in the eighth mm-hmm. Miami New York mm-hmm. you know they can market the they, I understand the Knicks will probably get swept I know that I'm not, I know, I but you could still play all that narrative crap the 90s the yeah. rally the Knicks you know, you know, marketing in a marketing ability, you have right, to play right. there, you know, you know, you could put Chicago two versus the seventh uh keeping, you know, let's say the Cavaliers fall down two and seven. So you get mm-hmm. a lot of interesting dynamic storylines that the NBA will just, you know, gobble mm-hmm. up and serve on, uh, you know, for us, you know, with all the drama scenarios, narrative, hyperbole storyline. If you're a perfect world for the NBA, and then you could do a four or five, you know, you could say whoever Boston. um, Let me see what's Boston, Milwaukee, Boston, Boston, Milwaukee. Yeah, you know that Mm -hmm. that rivalry there. You know, defending champions going up against the uh, story franchise and NBA Mm -hmm. win in in lore. The the Mm Kansas, the the Milwaukee Bucks take that second step as trying to be a historical franchise, a potential dynasty. Who knows? Right, right, and also trying to look at the eye on on history franchise in Eastern Conference and the Celtics, their glory, you know, they could, Mm -hmm. they could market and make us and and feed that. And there's a lot of substance they could give us if they have those NBA matchups, because I don't, let me tell you something right now. Um, Not for nothing, all no no disrespect to Charlotte, you know, maybe Michael Jordan, but he owns a team, but there is really no history in the Hornets.
1: There is no,
0: you know, there's no lure though. There's no wow factors. You want these teams, but, it is what it is. You know, if they deserve to win, they deserve to be there. They deserve to. Right. But I'm saying in a storybook line there, you know, even with you know, even with, with you know, you ten seed, you can have, you know, 10-9, you know, South uh Spurs or whoever. Spurs, know.
1: Lakers, re- Spurs, Lakers. Technically, I don't count it a rivalry, but Spurs Lakers, the rematch of twenty thirteen playoffs when the Spurs swept the Lakers. Or back in two thousand two, the Lakers beat the Spurs in five. Or two thousand one, the Lakers beat the Spurs in a sweep. Two uh ninety-nine, the Spurs swept the Lakers, etc. That might happen. Spurs Yeah, Lakers, you also Lakers. have that.
0: You can also paint the narrative with the the NBA's winning his head coach top of it, because he is gonna win that that break that record. Wow, wow, you know, oh, yeah and, he's and the right. And then you're going against the model franchise of NBA title, you know, the historical title run of the this Lakers versus the greatest head coach in NBA basketball victory, wins-wise, going at it with the, his young Spurs, you know. It's all about painting that excitement. Although the NBA really doesn't need it, but you know, you know what? You could build that that WWE storyline to it to, you know, I know we're all gonna gobble it and watch it because we're we're fanatic basketball fans, but when you want to grow it globally, you want to build the story and you want to tell a story, those are the kind of um headlines that will captivate us.
1: Right, right, right. Or who knows, you can have Warriors Lakers, Steph Curry versus LeBron in the playoffs. That might actually happen. Or you can have the Suns and the T-Wolves. You know, you talk about the Wolves, a young franchise who haven't been to the playoffs since 2018. The Suns trying to get redemption and get back to the NBA finals. That would be a good story. Or you have another story out there. You can have, you know, Bulls, Raptors, DeMar DeRozan against his former squad. You know, trying to go, going back to Toronto. Like, there's a lot of potential matchups that might very well happen. And speaking of the Hornets, do you think the Hornets, I know it's early and I know things could change, but I'm just saying, do you think the Charlotte Hornets can stay in the playing situation? They're number nine right now. They're uh, a game above Atlanta. They're two and a half, they're two games up on Washington. Charlotte's two and a half, three and a half up on, excuse me, four and a half up on New York. Do you think Charlotte can stay in the playing situation?
0: I, I believe so. Because they they have balance there, you know they have a good point guard. When that's what this league has really um, shown that you need a good point guard. Floor general. You also have, you know. Personally, I think the most improved player of the year in in, in Bridges. You know, in my opinion, and and they have talent. They have good talent. They have you know uh, underrated head coach. You know, people you know don't talk too much about him where he's at, but you know he's he's very underrated. I. I, I Think I think they will be. I think they will have enough to stay there. I I again I'm gonna stay with my conviction. I think the Hawks don't make the playoffs either. Although my Knicks are not doing a good job, you know, supporting my 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 thought. Maybe Hawks might be the last tenth team because the Knicks stunk, you know. But if the Knicks were to play and, and you know execute, win, let's say half of those twenty point losses that penny point leads that they had. You know maybe we're talking about the Hawks trailing trailing the Knicks right now looking up and being up yeah. in reverse position. So a lot to be said there on this twenty sixth day of February, G Money.
1: It is a lot. And it's been it's been amazing. Trades, buyouts, teams trying to get their rhythm, some teams losing steam, a little bit injuries. But another team out there that we have not spoke the Memphis Grizzlies. I mean Memphis has won, Memphis has lost the last two but they had one seven out of eight before losing the last two overall. How, what do you think about the Grizzlies? They're a great defensive team. They're athletic. You have Dylan Brooks coming back. Zion Runs is at a career year. Desmond Bean can shoot the threes. Steven Ask can get you some rebounds. John Moran's been an MVP sensation this year. How?
0: What do you think about the Grizzlies? You think it could be a tough out in the playoffs? See, the, the Grizzlies, under the radar team because mm-hmm. of the market they're in. Zion Williamson. Zion Williams. Playing phenomenal for a rookie, well, yeah. for a near mm-hmm. fight. Good job. Um, they're scouting the p- department, um, signing, um, drafting him, putting him in the right position with a young team when, that fits the timeline of their team. Head coach doing a good job there. Um, remember last year they played very well too, despite being mm-hmm. the playing. They they develop well. They develop mm-hmm. by winning. You know, that's, I think that's what a lot of teams are trying to model. And Morant just took his wow. game to another level that elevated mm-hmm. his teammates around him. You know, mm-hmm. also Jared Jared Jackson has been healthy. Last year he wasn't healthy for some part of the season. Last year he's more healthy and he's playing well. Um, I think that uh that uh, um Van Tunas trade was a was a really good smart move by them oh, yeah. him in the offseason. Very good job there because now they're more athletic and quicker in the center position. You know, Tunis, Don't get me wrong, Van Tunas is a really good center. Uh, just a little slow pace. He's a half court player where this young team wants to utilize their, their youth and their talent to play looser, quicker. I'm not saying they're a quick, always a a fun running team, but they play much more quicker, decisive. Would they fit the model of, of their floor general? And that's, you know, knowing the temperature of your team and, and, and coaching and developing around the talent that you have, not not the system that you want to put in place. You know, right. all those time I keep mentioning that because I'm taking a knock on Tom Thibodeau's coaching philosophy. That's why I'm, I keep um, seeing. If you're thinking I'm sounding redundant, I'm, I know I just wanted to say that so you could hear that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why I, I Phoenix keeps keeping under the radar, folks. Keep being under uh, Phoenix. I um, excuse me, um, Memphis. Memphis. Keep being under the radar because if they you keep you under the radar, you don't have a scouting department. Teams don't hear from you. They're benefiting from where they play. So when the playoff time comes, you know what? This is where you're going to make a lot of loud noise. Right. You don't want to make a lot of loud noise in the regular season. You want to stay under the radar. So when you get there, when you get to the playoffs, you go go in there punching people in the mouths or kicking them in the knee, in the shins, and they're, they're in, they squabble over in pain. You go, yeah, that's who we are.
1: Right, the Grizz grit and grind. Those Grizzly Bears playing teams at the hibernation. Um, they're two and a half behind Golden State for number two. If you're the Warriors or the Suns, you do not want to play the Grizzlies because the Grizzlies are a team that will grind you out. They share the ball. They get. They're not in the main. They 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 the Grizzlies. They work on their offense. They're going to be a tough out. They're going to be a tough out. I think the Memphis Grizzlies will be a tough out in the playoffs. I think. They can beat Denver, Minnesota, Dallas. I think they can beat those teams. But Memphis, even though I don't necessarily think they will go to the NBA Finals, I know Chef Dan had the Grizzlies going to the NBA Finals. I think that's too early to say that. But I do think they're going to be a tough out because, don't forget, too, Taylor Jenkins has done a great job. Taylor Jenkins has done a great job coaching the team. They have a bright future. Mark my words, in the 2020s decade, I said decade, the Grizzlies will be in the NBA Finals in a decade in the 2020s era. They they have a good team, man. John Morant, he's gonna be a future superstar. Desmond Bain, good young piece. They can shoot three and defend. Dylan Brooks, crazy on shot, defend. Excuse Des- uh, me, I- Williams, athletic can shoot. Brandon Clark, he can shoot, defend. Tyrus Jones, good energy player. Can bring the ball up, can space the floor, can attack. You know, I love the I love watching the Grizzlies play. They play hard every night and. If you're the Warriors or Sons Suns or any team in, in the West, you don't want, you do not want to play the Grizzlies. And another and before we end the stream, just want to add one more team in there: the w- Washington Wizards. Do you think the Wizards? They did a tough loss to the Spurs, losing a double overtime one fifty seven one fifty three. That the cast tonight. They got Chris Haspazingus coming soon. How how good do you think the Wizards can be, man?
0: That team. Started off really well, ten and three, and, and I, I liked it them in the beginning of the season. I was like, mm-hmm. don't sleep on them. I thought Kuzman was. I thought Kuzman might have been most improved player. You know, I thought you know they were. You know, he was gonna be an all star. Borderline. I'm not saying oh my god, pencil him. He's an all star, but borderline. You know, as a reserve that would have got in. You know, during the injury, but he didn't. Um, they're not. They're weird because they play today against the Cavaliers. Then mm-hmm. they got the Pistons coming up. You know, that's a soft, soft break there for them. You know, then they play then then they play the Hawks. They play the Pacers, the Clippers, the Lakers. They're going on a West Coast trip the same time as the Knicks. That's a team. No Porzingis yet. Mm-hmm. They they're in a they're danger. They're in a danger zone right now. They yeah. could totally, totally just the bottom could fall out of them. Losing this Spurs, losing to that Spurs game—that was a tough and, loss—and then overtime, you know, double overtime, yeah, double overtime. You know, that's a tough one. You know, that's a tough one. That that could broke might have broke the spirit. Um, because really, honest with you, they should—I don't know how in the world they beat the the Brooklyn Nets to end that th- the, the, before the All Star break. Because you would have been talking about on a losing streak. Wow, because they they lost to the Pacers. They would have. They should have. I don't know how the hell they beat the the Nets there. You know, prior to that, mm-hmm. they lost to the Kings and, and you know, and, and their only two victories really were, against, were recently were Pistons and, and the Nets. Those are the two victories that they have, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll be interesting to see here. I think they're going to lose some games here. Now, one thing is going to tell me where they're going to stand, what their season is going to hold if they just stay at that 10th, is that game coming up on Tuesday, March, March 1st. If the Pistons beat the Wizards somehow – in DC, that'll make it worse. That makes I think their season is cooked, and I and now that also. And I hate like hate to keep saying it, you know. Every time, you know, every time, every every time I think I'm out, they pull me back in. Mm-hmm. If somehow, some way, the, the Knicks could somehow win three out of the next two, then you we got something cooking. But you know, let's not even go back to that there. But the Wizards, I think they're in danger. You know, well, yeah. hopefully next week we'll find out. Um To close this. Segment date um this week I think the Wizards are in trouble.
1: For me, uh, you made some great points. The problem with Washington, they don't have a rim protector other than Gafford. The problem with the Washington Wizards, they don't defend. They're they're one of the worst teams in defense. They're almost in the bottom in defense. And the problem with the Washington Wizards of why the Wizards obviously are the problem with the Wizards of why they're struggling. Washington, they just they're not a great second half team. The Wizards just have they started off the season closing games because of their they because they shared the ball. Now I feel that Kuzma got tired at times. Kespert missed a game winning shot last night in the first overtime. KCP's been inconsistent. The Wizards, man, they did they did they, they gotta learn how to, you know, play together as a team. When they were 10 and 3 to start the year, you got guys like, you know, Dinwiddie, Beal, um, Bryant, you had Gaffer, Kuzma, KCP, everyone bought in. They enjoyed every they enjoyed everybody. Now you they have lost thirty-one out of forty-eight games after they were ten and three, down to be twenty-seven and thirty-two. And the problem with the wizards too, they've lost some close games down the stretch. I mean, they've lost some really some close games down the stretch. they, they they got destroyed by the Suns, lost to the Heat, lost to the Kings, lost a heartbreaking to the Pacers. That was a bad loss there. Tough loss to Spurs losing double overtime. They just the the Wizards need a leader. I don't think the Wizards have a leader. If I had to make a guess the next five games, which I think Washington will be, I think they lose I think they'll lose in Cleveland. I think they'll beat Detroit. Atlanta, I think they may lose that. I think they'll beat Indiana. I say they beat the Lake. I think they beat the Clippers, just as a guess, but lose to the Lakers. I think the Blazers 50-50, and they're not beating the Warriors. So the Wizards, they just got to find themselves quickly. They just got to find themselves quickly. Do you think Przingis will help them man?
0: No, because, you know, no, I don't think they'll help them. Um, they made a mistake. They got rid of their floor general. Now, you know, we can see it ourselves night in night out as the Knicks fans. When you don't have a point guard, regardless of he said if he lost a step or not, but man, they were 10 and 1. There was proof that he was playing well. Yeah, 10 you know, and 3. Yeah. 10 and 3. They were playing. There was proof that he played well there. You know, they just don't, you know, you read you, Ishmit. You think Schmidt is going to, you know, help them? He's he's a career backup. Pack of point he's,
1: guard. He's, all right. he's a he's good a career guy. Back.
0: He's a career backup point guard. He's not, you know, he's not a starting point guard for a reason. And I think that's going to hurt them. Um mm-hmm. I think they're going one and four and I think the win the game they're actually gonna win probably is the boss is it is the um Pistons games or maybe the, the the Hawks game. Maybe they'll go two and three. They'll mm-hmm. beat, they'll beat the Hawks and and, and, and the South, and, and they'll lose to the they'll, they'll lose either to this to the, the Pistons or the Pacers. Because you know, remember the Pacers are in tank mode as well. They're they're losing, they don't want they want a higher draft pick, but they have a lot of talent there when when it comes to cool. to you know to to their players with Duarte, you know. No, okay. um Halliburton and, and company. But mm-hmm. you know, but we don't know. We'll see on that there. And just for another, uh, before we end a uh, uh, breaking news, um uh, Markey Fox will make his Orlando Magic 2021-22 season debut on Monday. Um he will be playing. So I know here myself, living in Orlando, they're making a big deal about it.
1: Yeah, Monday against the Pacers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't wait for Markel Falls Markel falls, but when he first came in who was supposed to he had high hopes, but because of injuries, had a orthodox jump shot, he never really panned out in Philly. He was all right in the playoffs in 2020 with Orlando but it, I, but hopefully he can stay healthy and if he can stay healthy, you have a good career and that that's that's it. So you know can't wait for the season to end. can't wait for a lot of teams to see where they're gonna be at the end of the season. There's a lot of teams who have a lot to prove. There's a lot of teams have a lot to prove. Some teams should try to get to the playoffs. Yes, some teams who started off red hot but cooled off a little bit, like Cleveland and Memphis a little bit. So with that, I salute Kev for coming into the show. Thank you, Kev, for speaking your amazing knowledge. I My salute pleasure. I salute everyone joining into the show today to, listening to the news about what's going on in the league and et cetera. Hopefully, you know, the season ends with a bang. Hopefully, the playoffs will be amazing. Hopefully, we get amazing matchups coming up. And enjoy your weekend, everybody. Deuces. And oh, deuces. Click those likes, please. <laughs>